Welcome to Leap Listens. I'm Sarah McGregor. And I'm Roger Kalis. Leap Listens is brought to you by Leap Create. We are a people communications agency and we work with organisations to help communicate their culture, to attract and recruit candidates and to engage and retain employees through creative and digital projects and campaigns. Today we're joined by our colleagues Taylor and Roz who work on a number of paid social media strategies and campaigns for our clients and we thought it would be really interesting to discuss this topic with you all. So welcome to the podcast Roz and Taylor. Hi. Hello. Lovely to be part of the podcast. Do you want to just give us a bit of a background about your role here at Leap Create? Hi, I'm Roz. I'm paid social lead here at Leap. So I develop and deliver the paid social and digital advertising campaigns um, from strategy through to execution. And that includes some B2B campaigns, general brand awareness, but mostly focusing on recruitment marketing campaigns. And hello, my name is Taylor Setterfield. And I'm an account manager here at Leap Create, and I help support Roz on a lot of the paid social campaigns we do. Excellent. Thank you. This is quite exciting, isn't it? Very. Let's get into the into the discussion. So a lot of organisations are not using paid social media as a tactic for their employer brands and recruitment marketing. So let's chat about the benefits of this. So used strategically, um, paid social campaigns can really skyrocket results for um, companies and brands. Um, so they can enable them to them, the companies to be really targeted, so to pinpoint their target audience and to get valuable um, results in terms of reach and conversions, but also to gain all those insights along the way. And what we find is um, when it comes to recruitment marketing, you can target an active audience, right? people who are on Indeed and different um, job seeking platforms. But what we do paid social is that you can target um, a passive audience. So maybe an audience who aren't actually actively looking for a role, but once they come across your company, um, you can entice them in and just raise your brand awareness to that new pool of audience. Yeah, so what would you say would be the split of an active and a passive audience? So we find that 20% um, of candidates are an active audience and 80% of your target audience class as a passive audience. So you can see how valuable it will be to use paid social within your recruitment marketing tactics. And we're kind of talking about social media like it's one thing, but obviously it's it's many different platforms. So for recruitment, which platforms have you had most success with? So what we find is that um, we've got to be really open-minded about which platforms we're on. So often a, a company will say, right, we definitely just need to focus on LinkedIn and won't consider um, Facebook or Instagram. What we always say is it's always best to um, do the deep dive into your target audience, find out where they are and test those different platforms. We've actually seen some really good results on um, Facebook and Instagram. It's harder to measure and there are limitations in terms of um, Facebook and Instagram in terms of your targeting and the um, attribution data you can get. But we, we link up with like Google Analytics and we also make sure that the campaigns work really well together. So, um, for example, like LinkedIn, we can be really pinpointed on our targeting and drive that traffic. And then on Facebook, we can do the retargeting on those platforms. And it's also really valuable to analyze the data. So what we found is that at first glance, LinkedIn might be the, the best platform to go to market to. But actually, when you analyze it, the cost per click is a, a lot less on Facebook and Instagram. So when you look at the return on investment and the conversion, it could actually be that they are the best platforms. And it also depends on your target audience. So if you're looking at an early careers recruitment campaign, 
it might be more valuable to use platforms such as Facebook and Instagram or even TikTok as such. Um, but if you're trying to target a more senior, more experienced audience, it might be that LinkedIn would be the best method. We also really keep an eye on the costs as well and the return on investment. So we look long term at the ROI. Yeah, it's a really good point. And what happens when you've got a client that says, actually, you know, my audience is definitely not on Facebook. How do you challenge that? So the way that we can challenge that is um, when Roz actually builds out her audience, we can look at the insights into that audience. So we have had it in quite a lot of occasions when clients will say, we really want to use just LinkedIn for this campaign, or we really want to use Facebook for this campaign because we know that that's our audience, our audience are on there. But actually, um, when Roz goes into building her audience, you can see the amount of users. So you can see how big that audience size are. And then you can also break down in regards to job title or other specifications. And I guess it's all about testing, isn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say we could test a small amount of the budget and just with limited number of assets on one of the platforms if we aren't quite sure about it. And then look at the initial insights from that and then look to scale when we know what's working. Uh, you mentioned Taylor TikTok. I mean, I think it's quite widely known that I was one of the very early adopters to TikTok and um, <laughs> I invented invented um, quite a few of the, the dances that you, you now see and became popular. <laughs> How are you seeing opportunities there for recruitment? So TikTok's becoming um, a platform which more and more people are using on a daily basis, particularly the younger generation. So when it comes to early careers, companies have programs like graduate programs in place um, and they look to recruit these early career members. So TikTok is a really great platform to use and there's so many benefits to it because it's really easy for a video to go viral on the platform. Um, so we definitely encourage our clients to to utilize them channels. It's not it's not always in the best interest of the client, but it depends on what target audience they want to target. What would you say the main struggles are you have to overcome with paid social media when it comes to recruitment marketing campaigns? Um, I think generally it's keeping up with platform updates. Things are always changing. Um, that's a challenge, but also an opportunity. So making sure that we're really across all, all the kind of new kinds of um, campaigns that are available. Um, we need to make sure that we are always keeping testing. So it's not a case of set and forget an advert. Um, you need to constantly be across um, testing what's resonating with the target audience. I think in some of the platforms, there's some limitations when it comes to recruitment marketing. So for example, uh, Facebook and Instagram, they have really limited um, targeting criteria when it, and you're not able to use, for example, lookalike audiences. So it's relying on machine learning a bit more, which thankfully is um, so much better than it used to be. And we get some really good results there. Um, costs of the platform, like it is, it's not initially cheap to use LinkedIn. Um, so we're always working on getting the costs down and increasing the relevancy score so that we win with lower bids. Quite a big one for us is measuring success when we're linking with a client's external ATS system. So where we can't track um, right through to the end result, it's quite difficult to see the conversions. We use the LinkedIn pipeline build tool for some clients and that works really well in terms of being able to drive and monitor those direct leads. Yeah. A challenge can be getting people to realize the amount of media spend they need to put, put behind a campaign for it to be able to get results at speed. Um, to be able to get those learnings quickly um, 
and also to drive the long-term return. Another one linked to that actually is that people, sometimes it's managing expectations. So if you haven't done LinkedIn ads before, and then suddenly you want to run a two-week burst campaign and you're expecting those results, when really we know that it takes a minimum of three times people seeing an ad until they take an action generally. Um, so it's shifting the focus so that you have those long-term campaigns going and then you have the best campaigns um, that will make the conversions for you. So if you had to prioritize knockout creative or strategy, you can only have one or the other, what would you go with? This is a really good question because I would actually say that it does require both sides of it. Um, you need the strategy up front um, and particularly analyzing what's working well and what's not generically. But at the same time, if your target audience are seeing the same ad over and over again, it can become, it can reach fatigue. So you need that strategy up front, but you also need to have that killer creative to actually make users stop in their tracks because we are so used to now scrolling through social media and seeing adverts. And if it is just the same old, same old, it's not going to encourage users to actually click through and, and take the action that you want it to. I know it's a bit of a, not the answer you're looking for, but <laughs> I would say that it, it does require both, both sides of that. Cause if you have the strategy up front, but the creative isn't hitting the nail on the head, then you're not going to convert them leads in the exact same way around. If you've got an amazing creative, but the strategy isn't up front, then it's just going to be a waste. I think that the, the creative is the look and feel is so important in terms of stopping the scroll and getting people to take notice. But if the messaging is wrong, um, then it's never going to convert. If the if it's set up for the wrong type of optimization or your target audience isn't good enough, then it's never going to work. So it's really important to have both working hand in hand. And Taylor, I'm sure I've heard you use a nice little phrase before to, to summarize this. Yes, so this comes very nicely onto a quote that I heard once on a webinar, which is that you need to be strategically consistent whilst also being creatively unpredictable. And that's where the magic happens. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so what tips would you give to a brand who are keen to test paid social for the first time? Work out who exactly they want to um, impact and what they want to do. Um, make sure that they're really realistic with them time frame their budget and then have a really good feedback loop so we work really closely with our clients to constantly get that feedback around what's working and what isn't so it's all very well if our on-platform metrics are really good and they're getting great numbers in terms of leads but if those leads aren't the right people it's not going to work and so we make sure we get that feedback really regularly the great thing about um linkedin for example is that you can constantly optimize and make the tweaks to the audience and improve that lead quality. Um, I'd also say from my point of view, that it's really important to have that strategy when it comes to paid social. So what we usually always advise is having like a top of funnel, potentially middle of funnel and also a bottom of funnel. So what that means is that more at top of funnel, you're getting that brand awareness piece. So you're making your audience aware of who you are, what you do. Um, and why you want your audience to carry out an action. But then at middle of funnel and bottom of funnel, it's being really clear. So it's dialing up that, that urgency and that call to action, trying to get them to convert. So what would you avoid in terms of, you know, any pitfalls that people can come across? I think sometimes people can get really, I, mean, I probably shouldn't say this for working at a creative agency, <laughs> but um, can get really too focused on the image um, and how beautiful it is. So at Leap, I know the team are 
brilliant I've been really creative about the imagery and the, and the message um, within it but in terms of you can create the most beautiful looking carousel but and spend all your focus on that but it might not be the type of advert that res resonates with that audience so making sure that you're thinking wider picture than just the um, image because sometimes it's really surprising what actually gets the results and um, sometimes Taylor and I have a little bet on which ad um, we think is going to resonate the most but 80% of the time we get it, don't we? Yeah. But sometimes there's some <laughs> real surprises in there. And on the back of that, also having a variety of different assets. So we love to go to market with video and static because they work in two very different ways. So with video, it's great to get in front of a large audience, but actually with the static, we find that you get more um, people click through and convert more. So when the two work together, it means that you can create that warm audience using the video and then dial up that urgency using the static imagery. So having a wide variety of content. And as Roz said, you can test to see which one resonates best with your audience. So sometimes we come across the challenge where people who are really, really passionate about the project and the um, recruitment campaign they're working on, they, their feedback will be from their own perspective and their own kind of unconscious bias. Um, so it's really, really important to always put yourself in your target audience's shoes and um, think about their pain points. Yeah. That's the great thing about testing, though, isn't it? And that's what I love so yeah. much about the paid social side is because you're yeah, you're testing that creative um, and coming up with those sort of surprising insights. So I know you two are, are, are you know, massively passionate about paid social for recruitment marketing, but you know, tell us what it is you love about it. What I love about using paid social platforms when it comes to recruitment marketing is that um, quite a few years ago, before we used paid social in our marketing strategies, we would create lateral and you know, it would generate applications. But now when we do paid social, we're so involved with the recruitment teams that we work with. As Rod said, we get feedback in regards to not only the amount of applications, but the quality as well. So how many have gone through to interview, how many have actually converted to being onboarded into the company and having that full picture allows us to be able to bring them insights into further campaigns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say I, I love the data. I'm a bit of a data geek. Love all the data and insights and delving into that. Um, but really, um, sounds really cheesy, but for me, it's the, the human impact at the end of each campaign. When you know at that bottom of the funnel, when you've got those hires, you've actually, those adverts have impacted some people's lives, have you know, changed lives. Obviously, it's a great return for the business and it's a great impact for them. Um, but we have had a couple of times where we've met the people who have been employed through the campaigns, and that's just fantastic. Oh, and actually, as a, whole, as a whole... Um, Loop, they've then been interviewed and asked kind of what resonated with you with the campaign and we can build that, um, build that feedback into the next round of campaigns. Lovely. Oh, that's great to hear. Changing lives. Well, um, <laughs> in order to keep these bite-sized, we need to draw this to a close, but we do have one question that we do ask our guests, which is just any top reads, any recommendations for our listeners? I've got one that is, is a podcast. Does that, does that count? Yeah, no, listens are good too. Okay. So I love, um, there's a podcast, What You Will, called What You Will Learn, two Australian guys, Ashto and Jonesy. And um, I don't know if you're anything like me and you've got loads of those self-improvement um, philosophy and business books that Absolutely. look amazing in yes. bookshelf, but they never get open. <laughs> yeah, the, the dusty ones. Um, so every week they delve into one of those books and they pick out the best bits and tell you kind of what you will learn. Um they don't just give them 
positive reviews every time and they, they have differing opinions. They have really good discussions about these books and have some really good takeaways that you can build into your own lives. And they've got um, a roundup of 2022, which is a really good one to start on for anyone wanting to delve into that podcast. And they've just released a book as well. Oh, that sounds fantastic. My recommendation, um, I'm not very far into it, so I can't comment too much, but is Happy Sexy Millionaire by Stephen Bartlett. I do love a bit of Stephen Bartlett. He forever motivates me. I love the way that he speaks and gives me a different perspective on life. And I think it's great to give it a read whilst I'm young still. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He's, um, we're definitely Stephen Bartlett fans here. Big up Stephen Bartlett. Yeah, if absolutely. you're listening. Yeah. Hopefully Brilliant. he'll be on the pod soon. Yeah. <laughs> Regular listeners. Yeah, teach him a thing or two. <laughs> well, thank you both. Um, it was so great to, to have you on to discuss that because we know how passionate you are with this subject and it's great to be able to, to talk about all of the benefits and, and the experiences that you've had. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And thank you for listening to our Leap Listens podcast. To listen to other experts in the industry, head on over to our website. That's leapcreate.co.uk. Or you can listen on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. And of course, if you have any people communication challenges requiring highly creative solutions, please reach out to me. I'm Roger or Sarah McGregor on LinkedIn. Thanks very much. 